Yeah. MOG. Ah. Aye, aye. Said it's me, you just woke up dumber. One hand on the Bible, one hand on the thumper. Keep my eyes up, cause I came up from under. I don't bang no number, I'm a safe called gunner. Half hood, half holy, homie, pray with me, don't play with me. Hardest one out without no targets and no agency. It's written on my heart, that's how I'm knowing that it stay with me. I'll see it, then believe it. Jones, tell me you can make the team. Aye, aye, aye. I need time to cool off, I'll be coming back. Aye. Got it on a bad lock, we don't bang this the same, homie, you the mascot. Uh, I'm from the school of have nots I'm the one that was done when he blew his last shot You have not just because you asked not Or just bathed in the rain time through the last drive Thought you knew I'd blast off If I had a hundred lives to get it right I know I never will With a heart made of stone and a head of steel Thought he made it clear but y'all been eating eleven steel I ain't calling you my brethren but my brethren real I'ma make it till he care when we come All you wanted was a chase just to salivate your tongue Thought you was a man because your power came from guns How you living life knowing that you're bound to face the sun They don't like when I'm around cause they know hell just came with you Cause the heat that's within me will scare the devil out of you You can claim it's in his name but you can't bang without a tool We ain't came to play no games and we ain't playing by the rules So what happened to Imposing the king to being chosen, redeemed, I'll being woke in the heathen. Ain't no loaf in the season. We provoking the demons, bringing hope in the season when you're broken and bleeding. Lord, help me die, cause they can't kill a dead man. One step, two step, hanging with dead hands. I'd be okay if you just laid me to rest, man. Stay in my lane, cause it's paved with a blessed hand. I, 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 I need time to cool off, I'll be coming back. I, like it's from the stash spot. Made me a name when I took the mask off. If I was you, I'd back off. I can't live in the sin that I miss sometimes. When you win it to win, you get hit sometimes. And get hit and get hit and get pissed sometimes. But he win in the end, it get lit sometimes. Hey. Prayer fill our cup to our overflow When the cup he drinks is suffering and he overdose How we finna wake the church up if we comatose Why you lying on the Holy Ghost I'm a wolf so I'm free to be the sheep of me I don't see the me the people say that they can see in me Only thing that I got left is pray to bring the king to me A slave but where I need to be I came but please don't speak to me They be asking who is you but I am one of his Don't recognize me cause I used to be an ugly kid Please forgive me if I need to learn to love again Can you show me what it's like to be a son again Short fuse, lost a couple corkscrews Poor you had to pay for your views uh, You got demons, we got angels with us Can't believe that they ain't hanging with us I, 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 I need time to cool off, I'll be coming back I Sorry about that, guys. My internet is bad. Sorry about that, guys. My internet is bad. I hope you guys are having a great, great evening. I know I am. This is Pastor Randy here with Made Free Church. Um, just wanted to do a message on um, New Year's. You know what I mean? Um Hold on, let me change that. There we go. And uh, let me give me one sec, guys. All right. And, you know, a new beginning for a new year. You know, 
um, I know that, uh, you know, this is, you know, Happy New Year's, guys. Um, I know I'm just kind of jumbled today and I'm stumbling through stuff. And that's what happens, man. You know, it's it's just one of those things. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're listening here on Facebook and YouTube. And I'm also glad that you everybody's going to be listening on the podcast as well. If you guys want to uh, go ahead and... Um, you know, comment, go ahead and do that. I will see it. And woohoo, Facebook user, there we go. Right on. Uh, and I will see it and uh, we'll, we'll get this going. So, guys, uh, if you guys need prayer, man, please go to madefreechurch.org. You know, um, we believe in the power of prayer, we believe that prayer is essential, and we are a praying church. So, um, if you guys need prayer, go there to the prayer request tab and put your prayer request what i do when i get it is i go ahead and um send it out to everybody the 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 pastor the the uh, pastors and then the prayer team as well all right so let's get into this man you got open up your word to john chapter 3 we're going to be in verses 1 through 21 so let's get into prayer heavenly father thank you for your word thank you for this time lord we just ask god that you just get this lowly preacher out of the way and let your word go forward. Bless the hearts that are going to be listening on YouTube and Facebook and bless the hearts that are going to be listening on the podcast as well, Lord. Bless this New Year's and bless this new year uh, for us today, Lord, and the church. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, um, you know, as we look forward to a new year, Right, I want to preach a message that I'm calling a new beginning for a new year. And in, in my text, this message today is John chapter 3, verses 1 through 21. And it contains most of the beloved, well-known verses in the entire Bible, right? <clears throat> and that's John 3.16. Jesus wants all people to know how to enter the kingdom of heaven and if you have ever wondered about how you can enter the kingdom of heaven then today's message is for you now let's learn about a new beginning for a new year and let's read john chapter 3 verses 1 through 21 what the heck anyway uh see i messed up just like everybody else guys bear with me Oh, man. <coughs> oh, okay. Uh, there was a man, uh, there there was a man of a Pharisee named Nicodemus and a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God and no one can do the signs that you do unless... God is with them, with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless you were born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And Nicodemus said to him, How can it be, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god which that which is born of the flesh is flesh and which 
is born of the spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes and you uh, hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from or where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the spirit. Nicodemus answered him and said, how can, how can the, these things be? And Jesus answered him and said to him, are, are you the teacher of Israel and not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. If I had told you earthly things and you do not believe, how, you will, how will you believe? Uh, how will I tell you heavenly things? Or how will you believe if I tell you heavenly things? No one has ascended to heaven, but he who came down from heaven, and that is the Son of Man who is in heaven. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, he must, even, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He who believes in him is not condemned, but he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that the light has come to, into the world and men love darkness rather than light because of their deeds are evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the, tr he who does the truth comes to the light and that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done by God. That's pretty, that's pretty deep. You know what I mean? Um, you know, George Whitfield is one of, one of my favorite characters in all of Christian history. You know, at the age of 16, he was deeply convicted of his sin and he tried everything possible to uh, erase his guilt through at religious activity. And he wrote this, he said, I fasted for 36 hours twice a week. I prayed formal prayers several times a day and most almost starved myself to death during Lent, but only felt more miserable. Then God's, then by God's grace, I met Charles Wesley, who put a book in my hand which showed me the scriptures that I must be born again or be eternally lost. Finally, by the work of the Holy Spirit, guys, in his heart, Whitfield came to understand Jesus' words in John 3. And he believed and was graciously saved. And after he became a preacher, he spoke at least a thousand times on this subject, you must be born again. He fervently desired that all who heard him might experience the transforming power of God's grace. You know, in Romans 3.23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You know, and, and since all have sinned, we must be born again if we are to enter the kingdom of God. 
So in John chapter 3 verses 1 through 21, we learn about the new birth. So let's let, let let's follow an uh, let's follow an outline, right? One, the seeking Nicodemus in chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. The statement of Jesus in verses 3 through 8. The slowness, the slowness of Nicodemus in, in verse 9 through 12, and the certainty of Jesus in, in verses 13 through 21. So let's let's first notice the seeking Nicodemus. Now the scripture tells us that there was a man named Nicodemus in, in, in verse 1. What kind of man was Nicodemus, right? Well, the, the scripture shows us several truths about Nicodemus. First, uh, let's look at Nicodemus's character, okay? First, Nicodemus was, a relig was religious and moral, and he was a Pharisee. That's like saying that, you know, he was ultra conservative or a conservative, right? Um, well, I wouldn't say conservative. I'd say more like a Democrat, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to get political here. I'm just saying. So don't get your panties in a bunch. Pharisees get a bad rap, right? And no one wants to be called a Pharisee, right? But for the most part, in Jesus' days, Pharisees believed the scriptures of the Old Testament, right? Uh, to be the word of God. And, and, and they were extremely conscientious about obeying every jot and tittle of the law of God. Their mistake was to believe that their every effort to obey the law of God would make them acceptable to God and grant them access into the kingdom into the kingdom of God. And second, Nicodemus was a leader. He was a ruler of the Jews, right? That is, Nicodemus was a member of the Jew Jewish ruling council. That's uh, that, that's like saying he was an elder or something, right? And he was a ruler, not just of a small congregation of people, but he was a religious leader over the entire nation, uh, Jewish nation. So second, let's look at Nicodemus's concern. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night in in chapter two a, right? Now, apparently, he was very conscientious uh, of public opinion. And, and the reason for his concern is that Jesus was rapidly gaining popularity. And Nicodemus did not want to be identified with the pot, with an unpopular cause or a, you know, controversial, you know, uh, uh, preacher, right? But there was a greater pressing restlessness in his soul that made him seek Jesus. And third, let's look at Nicodemus's question. Although Nicodemus was thoroughly committed to his religion, there was an emptiness in his soul. Like, you know, he was searching for answers. And so he said to Jesus, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher that come from God, for no one could do the signs that you do unless God is with him. So it seems clear that from Nicodemus' statement that he believed that Jesus had the answer to the emptiness that he felt in his own soul. Why? Because Nicodemus recognized that Jesus was from God. Now, at this point, he did not know the relationship of Jesus to his father, but 
he at least recognized that the father was signaling a a, a blessing the you know he, he basically was blessing the ministry of jesus right now who does nicodemus remind you of right now nicodemus it seems to me is a reminder of the person who is spiritually hungry and seeking for answers the average churchgoer is religious moral perhaps even a leader in you know his or her sphere right but there's an emptiness in that person's soul so second let's look at this the, the statement of jesus right how does jesus respond to nicodemus he wants nicodemus to understand two truths first jesus wants nicodemus to understand the necessity of a new birth right jesus said to nicodemus truly truly i say to you unless one is born again he cannot see the kingdom of god in verse three what did jesus mean two things <clears throat> excuse me first jesus reminds reminds nicodemus of another world the scripture teaches that god is king and reigns sovereignly over all and everything but the prophets also foresaw a future kingdom right uh at the end of history presided over by the lord himself and you can find that in isaiah 9 chapter 1 through 7 and chapter isaiah 33 verse 2 to a Jew with a background and experience of Nicodemus to see the kingdom of God was to participate in the kingdom at the end of the age, to experience eternal resurrection uh, uh, resurrection life and to be with God forever. And second, Jesus tells Nicodemus that there is only one entrance into the kingdom of God. Jesus, like he makes it clear that the condition for entrance into the kingdom of God is a new birth, right? Notice it's not, it, it, it is not how religious, how moral, how good one has to be to gain entrance. A person needs a new birth. And Jesus wants Nicodemus to understand the nature of the new birth. So Nicodemus understandably was puzzled um, at what Jesus said to him. So Nicodemus said to Jesus, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's room and be born? In verse 4, Jesus teaches three truths about the new birth. First, the new birth is spiritual, right? Jesus answered Nicodemus' uh, Nicodemus's question and said that, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit he cannot enter the kingdom of god that is which is born of the flesh is flesh and which is born of the spirit is spirit in verses five and six so jesus is talking about something that nicodemus should have known right you know and and that's why jesus said to nicodemus do not mark do you not do not marvel that i said to you ye you must be born again in 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 verse seven right the the english word again comes from the greek word anothen which means which 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 can also mean uh above from above jesus is saying nicodemus you must be born from above 
this ties in with Jesus' comment that he must be born of water and spirit in verse 5, right? Several Old Testament passages links the term water and spirit to express the, the pouring out of God's spirit in the end times, right? You can check that out at Isaiah 32, 15, Isaiah 44, 3, and Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27. In other words, the spirit brings about a new birth in a supernatural way, a spiritual way. Second, the new birth is sovereign, right? Jesus continued to say it, say it continued and said to Nicodemus, the wind blows where it wishes in 8a, eight, in eight, eight, that's the beginning of the verse. No person can direct the wind, right? God does, right? In the same way, the Holy Spirit is sovereign in bringing about a new birth. And third, the new birth is like a secret, right? Jesus carried on with the reference to the wind and it says you hear its sound, but you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit, right? In verse, in verse 8b, it's the, the end of um, the verse. So the Holy Spirit's operation in the new birth is incomprehensible in some respects, although it affects our discernible. That is, how a new birth comes about is a part of the mystery of God's providential work in us. But we are able to know that we are born again, guys. Right? So third, we observe the slowness of Nicodemus, right? Nicodemus responds by asking Jesus, how can these things be in verse 9? Nicodemus continues to be, you know, puzzled about what Jesus is telling him. So Jesus points out, you know, Nicodemus's slowness in understanding and believing. Nicodemus was a teacher of the scripture, that is the Old Testament, right? And should have understood what Jesus was saying, right? Jesus said to Nicodemus, are you the teacher of Israel? And yet you do not understand these things. Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know and bear witness to what we have seen, but you do not receive our testimony. And if I have told you earthly things and you do not believe, how can you believe if I tell you heavenly things? In chapter 3, verses 10 through 12. Jesus was thinking of the passage in the Old Testament that Nicodemus should have known, such as Ezekiel 36, 25 through 27, which is where God says, then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from your filthiness and from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgment and do them. See, Jesus abrades Nicodemus for his slowness in the face of a clear biblical teaching in the Old Testament. Ah, oh, man, I love pop. Anyway, um, and, and if you guys don't know what pop is, pop is Coke or cola, whatever you guys want to call it. I call it pop. So, 
you know, and 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 let's look at the certainty, the the, the certainty of Jesus, right? Jesus continues uh, what is now a monologue and states his certainty about three truths, right? First, Jesus states his certainty about his teaching. Earlier, Jesus said to Nicodemus, "Truly, truly, I say to you, we speak of what we know." Right, and in verse eleven, Jesus wants Nicodemus to know that. There can be no doubt with respects to his teaching of the new birth, also known as regeneration, right? Jesus would not have agreed with the modern liberal approach of not being dogmatic. Where scripture speaks clearly and plainly, Jesus speaks clearly and plainly, and he expects us to do the same. Second, Jesus states his certainty about his origin, right? Jesus makes it clear that he came from heaven. In verse 13, he says, No one has ascended into the heaven except he who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. Jesus provided this truth by the way in which he lived his life and ultimately by his resurrection from the dead as ascension back into heaven. Right? So in third, Jesus states his certainty about his assignment. He said, Jesus said to Nicodemus, and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the son of man be lifted up in verse 14. See, Jesus was referring here to his death, resurrection, and ascension into heaven. And continuing, <coughs> excuse me, he said that whoever believes in him might have eternal life in verse 15. See, Jesus knew that, you know, a, a, eternal life is given to those who believe in him. Then Jesus went on to tell Nicodemus what has become the best known statement in the in, in the Bible. John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that he, whoever believes in him, should not perish but have eternal life. Jesus concluded his teaching by distinguishing between condemnation and judgment. On one hand, uh, it, you know, and then salvation and eternal life on the other hand, right? So, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the Son of God. And in this judgment, the light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than the light because of their works were evil. For everyone who does wicked things hates the light and does not come to the light lest his works should be exposed. But whoever does what is true comes to the light so that it may be clearly seen that his works have been carried out in God. Now I'm using a few translations here guys from the NIV you know, to the ESV, to the New King James Version. So, you know, try to follow along. In this section, Jesus moves from talking about a new birth to talking about faith, our belief, right? Now, how does this work? The new birth is an act of God alone in which he renews our hearts, making us spiritually alive when we were spiritually dead. The new birth is a gift of God's grace. Now, however, 
What must a person do to be born again? Humanly, there is nothing a person can do to bring about a new birth. All he can do is cry out to God for mercy and grace. The scripture calls all men to faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in Jesus is the evidence of a new birth. Trusting in Jesus is evidence that God has given a person a new heart. And so that that's why scripture calls us to have faith in Jesus. Faith in Jesus is what we are enabled to do by the renewing work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, I started off saying that we have all sinned and we must be born again if we are to enter the kingdom of God. How do we know if we're born again? We know that we have a new birth when, there, when we are trusting in Jesus alone for the gift of eternal life. And that's important, guys, because you know what? It was talking to a buddy of mine, pastor buddy of mine, and we were talking about this very subject of being born again. How do we have assurance? We have assurance because God has given us a new heart and a new life, and we want to do stuff that pleases our God, you know, pleases Yahweh, right? We, we, we want to, we want to please him. Before we came to God, we hated church. We hated God. We hated the people in church. There was, we were called legalists. We were called, you know, uh, you know, and, and there's, you know, churches that have hurt people and I don't like, you know, the judgment and, and all, you know, I miss me with all that. Right? That's just an excuse because you don't want the accountability. You don't want to walk in the newness because you're not ready there. I'm not saying that you're not born again. I'm saying you're not ready yet. You know, it took <laughs> it took a long time for me to get ready. You know what I mean? Because I just couldn't my you know, but it's all in God's timing, guys. You know. I, I was being somebody who I wasn't. I was drinking. I was partying. I was doing all this stuff, man. But you know what? God gave me a new life. Did I fall back into sins? A few times. A few times I did. Absolutely. But did I get back up to walk? Absolutely. You know. And, and, and uh, let, let me tell you something, guys. You know, um, it's hard. And it's hard walking this narrow road, but I'll tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way, guys. Any other way. So anyone may have a new beginning for a new year by believing in Jesus. And I pray that you guys do that today. That you guys commit your lives to Christ, right? Now, even if you're walking, straddling that fence, even if you're still doing drugs, even if you're still, you know, uh, uh, you know, sleeping, you know, sleeping with your girlfriends, or even if you're a homosexual, even if you're in LGBTQ 25 with nine million other letters, you can have new life right now, and all you got to do is ask for forgiveness of your sin, and give it a year, and watch how God changes your life. I don't care who you are. God can change anybody. He changed me. And I was the hardness of hard. 
but he changed me, guys, so I know he can change you. Amen? All right. Uh, wow, man. Such an awesome time. What the heck? What, what, what is going on here? Oh, geez. I'm just not dealing with it today. Guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening on the podcast. God bless you guys. You guys are amazing. And if you guys, again, if you guys need prayer, go to madefreechurch.org. There's a prayer request tag. We'd love to pray for you. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the opportunity that we get to spend with you, Lord. We love you and we worship you, God. And we thank you. Thank you for this new year, Lord. May it be richly blessed by you. And may people come to know your sovereignty and your love and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, go in peace. Awesome. We love you and we're praying for you. God bless.